0: Okay, hello and welcome everyone. Lisa Michaels here for Conscious Dance Facilitator Training. We're on to Module 5 and getting going, and so excited to be doing so. Now, in this particular module, I'm going to be teaching you how to facilitate a workshop called Move It. There's lots of ways you can integrate it, and we'll be talking about that in just a few minutes, but this helps. You get people past their resistance to move, and it also helps to help, you know, to, yeah. <laughs> it helps them move energetic creation blocks in a big, big way. You're going to have an experience of it, so you'll get to see. It also helps awaken a new level of creativity to boost their manifestation capacity. It's pretty, it's a pretty cool course. So, Again, if you've not called in sacred space on the day that you're doing this module, then just pause for a minute and call in sacred space. Really connect to the divine before going forward. We've talked through these things before, but we want to really hold our connection to them as we start what we're going to be doing in this module. So lots of ways to help people get past the resistance to move. You'll be experiencing some of them as we talk this through. Um, Lots of ways to help, low lighting, and I used to go into a dance studio where the only kind of lighting they had was overhead lighting, and I actually took Christmas lights, those icicle looking ones, and I hung them from the bars and turned off the main light so there was just really nice, low, low lighting in there. The studio I work in now has a couple of windows, so I'll just have daylight, or if it's night there, I'll bring a lamp and turn it on, just so there's a little bit of lighting, but not very much. Again, this permission to just walk if they need to, and then permission for others, permission for self, which we talked about earlier. Now, I want to explain something to you. You know, In some situations, like Crone Council that I was telling you about, the women over 50 and really in their 60s, 70s, and 80s, it was really encouraging them to keep moving as we went, but especially their hip area. You'll find that people will start moving, but they actually won't move their creation center, which is their hips. So you want to encourage them to do that. I'll say drop down in there and just really move it around. That will start shaking things up a bit more. And how you move and how free you are with your movements. So you can, can absolutely not sit on the sideline and expect people to do conscious dance. The more you move, the more you give them permission to move. So it makes a huge difference. So you keep holding the field of more movement, but don't be invested in their movement. And I want to tell you a story. A couple of years ago, I was, actually at, I was the keynote speaker at, a, at an event, and of course, I had people up and dancing. We were connecting to the elements, and there was this one woman, and I was like, why is she not moving? Because it was kind of, just seemed kind of strange, and we did another dance, and she just kind of breathed and sort of sat there, and she actually came to my individual workshop. And I didn't say anything to her. She came up to me and she said, I just want you to know that dancing while I did not dance was so helpful to me because it gave me permission to really get in my body and breathe in my body. She said, my son was killed in a car wreck like a week earlier. I mean, it was so fresh. She said, I just couldn't move yet, but just the breathing helped. By the end of the workshop, she was moving a lot more, but what happened is the movement released a wave of grief, just a big, deep wave of grief. So I'm saying this because if you find somebody not moving, you know, to just let that be okay because you never, never, never know what they're actually experiencing. But you see, it was the locking down of the body that kept her from expressing that grief. So when she opened it up, as she moved deeper into it, that grief really flushed up in a super deep, big way. So it's good to hold that knowing In case you ever see somebody just sitting, you just don't know what they're experiencing. And I have already mentioned this, but you do want to, you know, help them explore the space, although standing in one place is plenty powerful enough. But if you're getting them to open up their their thinking, you definitely want to get them moving around the room. We also talked about, you know, imagining conducting. Today we'll be doing the joint play thing. I've also had people lay down on the floor and just listen to the music until their body feels compelled to move. That's another way. Then you just move however your body wants to move. Very, very powerful way to ease into it. Now, the funny thing about this workshop, Move It, I actually developed it for the accelerated learning conference and I put it and I may have told you this I can't remember but I put it on the schedule and I called it move it and I described moving energy in the in the description still people came to that workshop and did not know they were going to be moving I was baffled by that so they they had had profound experiences and I've used this because the experience was so profound for them. I've used it over and over and over and over again. You can use it in any situation from just like a quick, let's move the energy of this thing right now to, you know, inserting it into a larger program or, you know, just doing it as an hour standalone on its own. It's very, very, very helpful. And The way I'm going to teach it to you is I'm going to give you an experience of it. It's slightly different than if we were in person, but not that much. So you can use it as a standalone. You can use it to move energy in a larger topic from shifting writer's block, money block, creative blocks, anything like that. Okay, so we're going to give you an experience first. You're going to go behind the scenes. Okay, and you have a handout. I don't want you looking at your handout right now, but I want you to know that what I'm about to tell you is on that handout. So we're taught from an early age to sit still, be quiet, stand in line, walk on the path, stay in control. And our bodies really quickly learn that they're not supposed to do anything. Now, if I'm in person, I'm going to start walking backwards, you know. You don't normally go down the street walking backwards. You don't usually go down the street walking sideways. Very, very rarely do you see adults skipping somewhere. And you don't sit in a chair like this. You know, you sit in a chair like this. And if you're a woman, how are your knees? Together. What are your ankles supposed to be doing? I mean, we have very, I did not touch that music. I must have touched it with my with something that moved. So we have very, really rigid ways that we're allowed to move in public. You know, so how do you move? You move forward in a straight line. You know, you don't walk in a wiggly, squiggly path. You, you know, you don't do wild things. You you just go in this straight, ordered way with your movements. So if, think about it for a minute if movement wise this is what we're trained to do. what happens we We start to close down and and when I'm in an environment where everybody's unmuted or we're live, I'm getting their feedback for all of these things, and I'm demonstrating the physicality of it because I want them to see it. But what happens when you need a creative idea for something, or you need to think holographically? Do you think this is going to get you more creativity? Definitely not. Definitely not. So you've got to move in some new ways to get new things to happen. Now, I've already gone over the permission thing for all of you, but you would want to do something in that environment to help give people permission to move in new ways, to just free yourself from judgment or concern. Sometimes I hold hands and we go around in a little circle and I say, you know, can you give that person freedom to move? can you give yourself or you can just you know look around and you know you're just exploring that giving people permission to move in new ways ways they've never given themselves permission to do before now I want you and this is what I'll have them do but we're going to debrief this in a minute I'm just giving this to you right now we'll debrief how to do it I want you to think of an issue where you have felt stuck And you need a creative solution. I'm gonna give you a minute to think of what you want to work with. What is that for you? Now I'll bring to the well no, I'll I'll tell you this later. I just want you to do it. I forgot. And tell me when you've got something. Well, I'll give you the next step. Okay. All right. Now, next thing you want to do when you've got something is you want to express this some way in words or drawing. Okay? You don't need to tell me what it is right now, although I appreciate that you did. I'm going to um, I'm gonna tell you why, and I don't want you to tell me later. Okay, so all I want you to do is, and I'll have blank paper, and I'll have markers, but I'll tell you that. So imagine that you have markers, and you are going to just express this in some way using words or drawing. And I'm going to get a blank piece of paper right here for myself to draw something. And you want to you may have words that come about it that you're that you're writing down too how did you know how does it feel what's important about it Tell me when you're finished with that part. Give you enough time to do it. All right, a couple people are done. So now the next thing that you want to do is you want to create a physical. Pose that represents the situation. A physical pose. I got a feeling in mind. A physical pose. Okay. Now, what you want to do is you want to feel in your body and Feel what the sensations are now of that physical pose. What are the sensations? And then make yourself some notes about what the sensations are. You're just noticing what it feels like. Okay. Now you're going to have to pretend about this next part. So you're pretending that you have a partner there with you. And here's what you're going to do with your partner. So your partner, you're going to show your partner your pose. So you're just going to have to imagine your pose in your mind's eye. And so your partner's holding this pose, this mind's eye picture of somebody else holding the pose. And what you are going to do is you're going to go, like around that pose and look under it and go across the room and look at the pose and go behind the pose and get down underneath the pose. Get to the other side of the pose. You're, you're taking a new perspective on the pose. You want to see what else you discover from looking at it from another angle. Okay, so go for it. Imagine looking at it from all different angles right now. Okay, so you kind of you you get the idea and and I don't know about you, but I just got a lot of insights into my my pose my my thing just by even imagining it so you would trade people and we'll we'll talk through this in a minute I want you to just stay with it so you've just you've just connected to your pose you know what it feels like now what you're gonna do is you are going to you're going to just spin. I'm going to have to take my headset off for a second. You're just literally going to spin and spin and spin, and you're you're moving off of you that old pattern through spinning. When you get tired of spinning in one direction or you get a little bit dizzy, stop and go the other direction. Just spin as much as you want, and then you can just dance when you get finished with that. Okay, all right, you're spinning it off of you. Here we go. Let me get you a piece of music. Where did it go? Okay, here we go. Spinning, spinning, spinning. <laughs> no. fantastic absolutely fantastic now whew, that's all so good now from there the next thing that i want you to do is i want you to just or i want you to do one more dance first I want you to, without thinking about this topic, just like move all your joints and move your body fully to this next piece of music I'm going to play, and just open as you're doing it for new creative solutions to emerge, and then you'll sit and you'll journal when we're finished, but you're not thinking about it right now, you're just opening for new creative solutions to emerge. Okay, get going. Here you go. (laughs)
1: I'm a little bit Thank <laughs> you.
0: Now you want to just open, start journaling and open for what insights come in. All you want to do is just feel into those insights. Just listen. Thank you. Okay, we're starting to get some closure. Everybody else, are you finished? Okay. All right, now. (laughs) Now what you want to do is you want to, you know, find a new pose to represent the feeling in your body now. Okay, so let's see what mine is. Like this, so now you wanna whoops. now you wanna just notice you know what are the what are the feelings about this feeling my for me, it's like way more open, a sense of ease, there's a sense of deep flow, it's just a lot more energetic space around it, so tell me what you know type in, tell me what yours were for a second what 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 are those finished pose poses feel like now you can imagine sharing that with your partner and then yeah like just speaking into it in the group once you've got your pose (sighs) Ah, yeah feels good I'm waiting till we hear what some of these poses feel like and then I'll keep going Lots of ideas came with an open pose. Great, great, great. Anybody else? From a medieval, twisted, cubistic, distressing, solid shape. (laughs) That's a great description, Angela. To clear, free, open, elongated limbs. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens. It's amazing. And it's consistent, ladies. It's consistent. I mean, I really um, see that. And then part of what happens is you, you know, you share um, with the whole group. Angela says the spinning was incredible freedom. Now, now we're going to talk this through now that you've had an experience of it. We're going to talk it through from the facilitator perspective. Oh, 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 oh. There's one other thing. Sometimes, I actually also have them draw a new picture. Sometimes they draw a new picture. Certainly, write down more, but the pose is the most important thing because that, could you feel the when you were initially in that pose, what the energy of the pose really kind of told you about it, and then you know what happened as the pose shifted you can really feel a huge difference energetically in what's going on all right so so from a from a facilitator perspective and again this can take an hour or you know an hour and a half or it can go it can go more quickly but it's it was designed to be kind of a short thing but let's just say you were doing this you know around Money or financial flow or relationship blocks. I mean, anything. It can work to help anything. It truly, truly can. Okay. Now, I want to just say what the two pieces of music were that I played. And again, you'll get a link to these. But the one where we did the spinning was called Santiago by Lorena McKinnon. That's S-A-N-T-I-A-G-O by Lorena McKinnon. And then I played Send in the Drums by James Asher. I didn't want to forget to tell you, I wanted to remember to tell you that. Okay, so again I showed you the intro, super simple. You can just, you know, read it till it kind of gets embodied. You're you're really just giving them in the beginning this understanding of how limited our ability to move in new ways in most situations actually is you know we can either walk in a straight line the other thing that it's acceptable to do is to run in a straight line but only if you're jogging you know or at a 5k most people don't just go off on a full tilt run down the street, you know when they're shopping for things or something, so then you know you got the whole th- the embodiment of what happens when you need a creative idea to think holographically and here's where you really want to help them to see that r- literally moving in whole new ways gives them the opportunity to expand their create their creative ideas because the the left brain is is really where the right brain excuse me is really where those creative ideas and holographic thinking where it resides okay then however you want to give them permission it's totally up to you whether it's just looking at each other whether it's you know doing a circle dance then it was pretty easy. They think of an issue where they felt stuck, and they need a creative solution. Don't y'all love that slide? I can't believe I found that. I thought it was so perfect. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. And then they're going to express it. So you have tools here. I just have a basket of markers and blank white paper. and Or you could have colored pencils, but I micro- markers work a little bit easier. So, you know, mine ended up being with scribbly words after I drew it all around it. So it doesn't matter if they just want to get the feeling out in some way. Then they're creating a pose. Now, the important thing about the poses, and here's why I said, I don't want you to tell me about it. I mean, I'm fine that y'all typed it in because nobody else knows, but what When they go to sharing, if they have permission to talk about it, they go into story and they go into the brain instead of the body. You want them in their body. So all they're saying after they've created their pose, all they're saying to their partner is, and they're not allowed to say what it is they're working on at all. All they're saying is it feels tight. I notice there's no breath. You know, they're describing the physical sensation. And then they change people. They de- So let me back up a second. I'm, I'm going um, a little too scattered here. So first they create a pose. Then they get with a partner, especially somebody they don't know. They're sharing their pose and they're describing it. And then I let the other person share and describe it. And then I might say to the whole group, before we, before we do anything else, this is what I would say. All right, so everybody, tell me how your poses felt. Let's just hear. After they've described it to their partner, well, it was tight. There's no movement in it. Um, you know, I felt all balled up and whatever. Okay, so now what you're going to do with your partner, and then I can't remember if I have a good slide or this for this or not. No, I don't. Okay, so then what you're going to do with your partner is your partner's going to hold the pose for you, and you are going to go look at that pose from all sorts of perspectives. So I have somebody stand up in my pose And then I lay down on the floor and I look up at the pose. Literally, I'm doing this and I'm demonstrating it. I go all the way across the room and I look at the pose. I go stand beside it and I look at the pose. I mean, I'm looking at this pose from all sorts of crazy angles because that's what I want them to do. And then when you're finished with that, you change. You change and let the other partner do it. So this takes. This takes 15 minutes sometimes, about. Um, Sometimes longer, it just depends. But I want both people to have time to really explore their pose. So they've had time to draw. They've had time to get in their body to see what this feels like. And now they're sharing with somebody else. They've done all of that before they begin spinning it off, and they're really just moving, they're really letting, just letting their body go, they're spinning it all off of them. Now, when I put on the second piece of music, most of the time, everybody's like already gotten pretty freed up with their movements at the end of the spinning, because it's a simple thing to do. If they say I get really dizzy, I say, just go slow, you know, just make yourself comfortable or do something else at the se- start of the second piece of music I'll, I'll give them a little instruction to move all their joints that'll get them into moving in kind of more crazy ways I give them one more piece of music depending on how the energy is in the room how much time I've got I might give them another piece of music to just let them really really move to then I'm going to give them some soft quiet music to, well, well I'm going to say as they're doing that second piece of music, just allow new creative solutions to unfold. You don't need to think about it. You're just allowing those solutions. And then when, you, when we finish with all that, then they sit and they write it down and they journal. Again, sometimes I have them draw a new pose. Um, you know, I've, I certainly want them taking notes about it. Once they've had plenty of time to do all that, then I'm going to have them find a new pose to represent the feeling in their body now. And then once they've got that new pose, then they're going to get back with their partner and they're going to share about that pose. Oh, this feels amazing. It's open. I feel expanded. They're still not going into their story, they're not discussing this situation because it I promise you if they start in that, it'll bog the energy down so fast they will just and people get lost they get lost in their stories. I have plenty of experience with witnessing that, so where you want them is in their bodies, okay, because it all moves through the body, so then they share their part in partners, how that new pose feels how they feel energetically, and then I have the whole group come back kind of together again, and I say, okay, so tell me, you know, how do you feel? And y'all said lots of ideas come up, came with the open pose, um, from a medieval twisted cubistic distressing solid shape to clear free open elongated limbs the spinning was incredible freedom I mean, so that's what you want what is it that feels good now? Now depending um, sometimes I'll after we're all finished with that I'll do a celebration dance. I had I all those silk scarves that I told you I had in an earlier module, you know, I'll put on a I may hand those out depending on how many people I have and we'll just dance to enliven the energy. What I want is another level of upliftment if there's time for it afterwards to really get more and more expanded in the body and in the being. Okay, so now we need to know, and you you really got an opportunity to see how movement broke open your stuck energy. Now's where I want your feedback. Um I can also, if anybody wants to talk, I can promote you to panelist before we go to the next module. I think I forgot to say that we're going to module six. I've got module five on the end of that, and we're going to module six but I want to give everybody an opportunity to ask any questions about this. How can it be used? Anything else you may want to know? And if you want me to promote you so you can come up and talk, and Annette, I'm going to ask that you just unmute and share if you've got a minute. Um and anybody else who wants to be promoted to panelist and share their experience I'd love to hear it you will be on the recording but I'd love to hear you anyway so Annette are you up for unmuting and maybe um taking putting yourself on video and talking about it or anybody else want to be unmuted how there's a way that you can raise your hand I'm trying to think what it is well, just type in and just tell me if you want to in the Q&A. Hey, so can you drop your camera down a little bit so we can see more than just your eyes? <laughs>
2: I've only got your video on there, so I couldn't see.
0: Okay. All we could see was like this. <laughs> uh,
2: kind of like that old Ziggy thing from the
0: war, right? This old mm-hmm. uh,
2: Uh-huh.
0: So how was this? What happened?
2: It was really interesting because I really was able to imagine walking through the space to see the other person's pose. Mm-hmm. And and then I found out that I would have had a, a little bit of a difficult time holding that pose for any length of time myself while they were. Mm-hmm. Me. So that was very interesting. You want to show us your pose? I can't, well, all we can see is my Okay, finger. it's all right,
0: <laughs> it's all right, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Okay, so just tell me then what your result was energetically.
2: At the end? After
0: doing it. After doing it. Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. It, I was really, I was really just fascinated by the results and the progression and how and how it went, because mine was a little bit of blocked, you know, kind of like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all I did was just a simple turning out. Oh It's like instead of you know keeping it blocked, now I'm open to receive.
0: Oh, nice, 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 nice. Good. That feels like some good motion for you. Yes, yes. Felt that Mm -hmm. way to me, too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Beautiful. So any questions about actually facilitating this process? Anybody? Any questions about facilitating this process? Yeah, go ahead and announce.
2: Actually, I do. And it's probably just a very simple answer. But if you're watching, if someone is really getting into looking at someone else's pose and they're going much longer than the other people have gone, what is a really gracious way to get them to move and switch with their partner?
0: That's a great question. Well, what I would be doing is keeping kind of an eye on the time, and I would say to the whole group, it's make sure you've changed partners. Mm-hmm. If I was noticing that most everybody was done and somebody was taking a lot more time, make sure everybody that you've changed partners. Simple as that. And then they're not called out, and it's just time to change. Right, yes. Yeah. That's a simple yeah. answer, yeah. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So ladies, um, tell me if there's anything else that you either want to know or wanna share. Thank you so much, Annette. I really appreciate seeing your beautiful face sharing this. Yeah, that's great. What was your what was your experience? So Jessamina says, Is this typically a one hour workshop? I've done it in an hour, I've done it in an hour and a half, I've done it shorter as part of something else. So it just it depends, but it's not a real long, long thing. Um, it was designed, I think, around an hour and a half block. Um, so you can easily get it into an hour, and if you integrate it into something else, you can you can break it up even more than that. So how did you enjoy it? What what insights did you have? Is it something you can see yourself using? Now, just get the answers to those questions for a minute. How did I come up with this? I just did, I just did. I just thought about the process of how somebody moves an energetic block and designed the workshop around how they could identify the block in the body, how they could feel it in the body, and then what things what tools did I know? movement wise that could open the energy up and give them some space um, to share around it so I suggest that you actually do this as soon as you can in some kind of situation because it'll help you make it your own and Sharon asked what does a spinning do so remember me telling you on the first module about the Hathors and the spinning of the energetic fields, and you know that the whirling dervishes, you know, they spin a lot. Spinning releases the energy from the core of the body. And if you do it so that it, you know, releases the energy, it gets it started really, really moving and breaking it up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Jessamina says, is it best to keep the workshop as an open, move through your block type of a title, or a more specific, move through your money block, or move through your relationship block title or theme? And the answer to that is going to be a little bit vague, Jessamina, um, because it would just depend. I mean, when I did it the first time, all I called it was move it. And then the description was, you know, something about move through any creative block and open for new solutions or something like that. But if I was teaching, if I my intention was to teach a money course, I would, of course, put that in there. If my intention was to teach a relationship, program I might put that in there but if my intention is to help people to just open for more creativity to expand their you know their their creative possibilities um you know I might I might just use that but let's say I was teaching a writing workshop or an elemental creation workshop. I might not even say anything about this. I just do it in the middle of the of the event to help them break open some more some more um, energy around whatever I was working on. So Sharon asks, "Are you are you spinning for an entire song and then another song just to move?" I give people permission to spin as much as they want and then to just start moving. Because most people can't spend that whole time. And then I give them another song with the intention to open to receive insights and really move. Okay, Angela says, I can definitely use this to identify the inner distress participants are experiencing, express it. Release that energy and access a new way of being. It's so great. I really enjoy it. Like that it's simple when distress is so complicated. Yes, 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 yes. Well, sometimes yes, and Sharon says noticed a little nausea afterwards and Spinning, number one, spinning can bring up a little nausea. But when you have deep movement of energy, sometimes that can too. So it's really good to take a break after. It's good to remind people to drink a lot of water. And it's great if you can send them outside to to put their feet on the ground for a few minutes. So I'm going to suggest that all of you do that. And I'll meet you back for module six because we just did module five all right beauties it's great to connect see you soon all take care
1: it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win